0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Your King, your Abed, your Faith. The liturgy today reminds us, firstly, of our sublime vocation to live as children of God. And secondly, that God is the author and guardian of this new life we have received as adopted sons and daughters of God. To be a child of God is a gift given to us by the sacrament of baptism, at which moment the life of grace was infused into our souls. In the Epistle of today's Mass, St. Paul reminds us of two essential elements of this new life of grace confirmed by baptism. To be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God. There is therefore both a negative and a positive aspect to our life as a child of God. On the one hand, we are called to die to sin, to reject sin, to repent of our sins, and to be resolved to sin no more, a continual effort with the help of God's grace. On the other hand, we are called to live for God, to live for God, to love God to do everything for love of Him. From the moment of our baptism, each of us has been called to be forever buried in the tomb of death to sin, and to be forever alive in the life of grace, according to the imagery of St. Paul. However, during our life here on earth, there is always the temptation to rise again to the life of sin and to die to the life of grace. The attractions of the world in which we live, the desires of our own flesh, and the subtle lies of the devil. Tempt us to abandon the life of holiness to which we are called, and to adopt a life of sin. Especially in today's secular culture, where we no longer live in a Catholic culture, we may even forget the sublime calling which we have received at our baptism many years ago, for most of us in our infancy. However, dear friends, our baptism is not simply a religious rite administered to us in the past. The life of grace which we received in our baptism is something to be lived now in the present. We must remind ourselves that by virtue of our baptism we are called to attain holiness. We are called to be saints. The faith should not be simply a part of our life, The faith must be truly our life. We should review daily, very often, the promises of our baptism. We must all be convinced that our first goal in life is to reach heaven. A successful life is not defined by a splendid career, but by the zeal with which we seek this first goal, eternal life, the only goal that matters in the end. How shall we maintain this life of grace throughout our lives amid so many difficulties, trials, and temptations? What shall we do if, by so many distractions, we progress the grace of our baptism? What shall we do if we have journeyed our baptismal garments by an accumulation of venial sins or lost our innocence through serious sin? The intro of today's Mass gives us the answer. It says the Lord is the strength of His people and the protector of the salvation of His anointing. The Lord is the author of our new life in Him. Also, He is the strength and the protector of this same new life. If we have lost the supernatural life of serious sin, we of course know the remedy that God has given us in sacramental confession. To should therefore never permit the eternal life of our soul to be at risk by delaying to approach the sacrament of confession with the sincere and contrite heart. And even if we do not have serious sins to confess, You should confess your sins regularly in order to purify yourself of small faults, to know yourself better, and to be helped to avoid faults in the future. Finally, just as our physical life requires nourishment, so our spiritual life requires nourishment. The spiritual nourishment which is offered to us is nothing less than God Himself. In the Most Holy Sacrament of the Eucharist, we truly receive Christ, the true bread of life. In today's Gospel, a great crowd has followed our Lord into the wilderness, and they're beginning to weaken because of the fatigue of the journey. The disciples ask how it is even possible to conceive of feeding such a large number of persons and such a barren place. Our Lord himself notes that these crowds have come from afar off. They are very much like us. We have followed our Lord indeed, but we find ourselves weakened by the long journey of the wilderness in this life. Many temptations, difficulties, and perhaps even falls have weakened us along the way. So it is obvious that we need this nourishment of our Lord that He miraculously provides to us today in the Sacrament of the Most Holy Eucharist. Most for the Eucharist, it's of course union with Christ, but also increases the life of grace within us, and also can help to forgive our venial sins, and also to make up for the punishment due to our sins. Remember too that our growth in holiness does not consist above all in discovering something new, something we do not know. It consists first of all in living more consciously what we already know, and in using more faithfully and devoutly what we already have, the graces of our baptism, our confirmation, and Holy Communion. For us priests, holiness consists also in living more faithfully through the graces of our ordination. And for those of you who are married, it consists in living more faithfully the graces of holy matrimony, especially in times of difficulty. Our virtues are tried and purified by the higher difficulties, and it is true that the battle can be a difficult one. Think, however, of the superabundance of loaves and fishes which our Lord provided for the crowd in the wilderness. It is an image of the superabundant graces of the Holy Eucharist which can be ours if we only open our heart to Him. So let us remind ourselves then, dear faithful every day, of our sublime vocation as children of God counting always on the grace of God and never giving way to discouragement. Remembering that the Lord is the strength of his people and the protector of the salvation of his enemies. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.